Here is what uh, Vladimir Putin from two hours ago had to say. He said, yes, of course. Oh, this is uh, this is the what I was going to talk about. This is his attempt. You know how Zelensky's like reaching out to the liberals? This is Vladimir Putin reaching out to the other side, okay? Is of course, the West will bet on the so-called fifth column, on national traders, on those who earn money there, here with us, but live there. And they live not even in the geographical sense of the world, but according to their thoughts, according to their slavish consciousness. I do not at all judge those who have a villa in Miami or on the French Riviera, who can't do without foie gras, oysters, or the so-called gender freedoms. But the issue here is not in that, but in the fact that many of these people, by their very nature, are mentally located exactly there and not here. Not with our people, not with Russia. This is going to get so much worse for the Russian citizens living in Russia. This right here is a call to the rest of the Russian public that, hey, you speak out a turn. We will say you are a Western, you're a Western agent. You, you talk about like, you know, you, you act uh, like a Western degenerate. We will just as say Flex, you're a Western Flex, spy, you're a Western agent, and we will throw you in uh, jail. This is, in their opinion, repeats a sign of belonging to a higher caste, to a higher race. Such people are ready to sell their own mother if only they were allowed to sit in the hallway of this very highest castle. They want to be like her, meaning caste, imitating her in every possible way. If they forget or do not understand at all, if they are needed by this so-called higher caste, needed only as expendable material in order to use them to inflict maximum damage on our people. The collective West is trying to split our society, speculating on the combat losses, on the socio-economic consequences of the sanctions, provoking a civil confrontation in Russia and using its fifth column to achieve its goal. Yeah, see? Every single person that has criticized Russian actions thus far, Russian combat thus far, uh, every single person that is uh, advocating against the war in Ukraine, uh, saying that, like, you know, this is not a good idea, is actually just a, an agent of chaos. They, are, they have infiltrated us from the outside. That's what they're saying. That's what he's saying. This is a justification for even Thank further. Yes, a fifth column is any group of people who undermine a larger group from within, usually in favor of an enemy group or nation. Yeah, I know. Like, they, they used to say Muslims are fifth column. Muslim immigrants are fifth column for terrorists. And in this case, he says people that are coming and getting money from the West. But any people, and even more so the Russian people, will be able to distinguish true patriots from scum and traitors. And simply spit them out like a... What? Midge? And spit, simply spit them out like a midge that accidentally flew into their mouths? Like, what is that? Like a fly? I'm convinced that such a natural and necessary self-purification of society will only strengthen our country, our solidarity, cohesion, readiness, and uh, readiness to respond to any challenges. Midge is kind of like a gnat. Okay, got it. Yeah. Again, this is going to get so much worse for the fucking Russians that live in Russia. It's going to get so much, so much worse. He is directly signaling. He's just going to fucking jail you if you say anything about the war. No, he's not going to purify them by killing them. He's just going to fucking jail them. Um, but it's still unacceptable. It's like Turkey, dude. It, it, it's it's just, it's Turkey. Straight up. He, he's pulling a fucking Turkey. Anyway, hear what Putin told a large crowd amid the invasion. This does fit into the, the narrative of the idea of Russia pushing this PR campaign as a sort of last-ditch effort, as we see that lowering of morale within the troops and, of course, uh, a show of really uh, opposition to the war by protesters within Russia as well. Lenny? Damn, yeah. bro, they, it seems like they're pushing Z, bro. They, they love it, bro. They love it.
They love it. They're like, fuck yeah, we love war. Whatever, what are they celebrating? I don't fucking know. In Sevastopol in Crimea, and they wanted to be reunited with their historical motherland, Russia. They had every right to do so, and they achieved their goal. Let us congratulate them on this great occasion. Over this time, Russia has done a lot to raise Crimea and Sevastopol. We had to do things that are not immediately obvious. Gas supply, power supply, utilities, restoration of the road network, building new roads, new highways and bridges. We had this is the Russian equivalent of Dubby's Mission Accomplished banner. Okay, so notice how he's uh, talking about Crimea because that is a success story. And that's precisely why he has to talk about how this is similar to Crimea. Like, you know, it's very good, just like Crimea was. Remember how good Crimea was? These other play, this, this other uh, special operation is similar. That's the reason why he's doing this. That's the reason why they're holding this event. Because when Crimea was annexed, it was celebrated broadly, okay? It was celebrated by those in Crimea, and it was celebrated in Moscow as well. It's not a mission complete here in this situation. It's mission incomplete. That's precisely why uh, the celebration of the Crimean, uh, the annexation of Crimea is being used as an opportunity to propagandize the war that is ongoing currently. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's using a dub from a different uh, moment to make it seem like his current situation, his current costly and bloody invasion uh, is, is similar. It's not similar. There are main differences. It's not as popular at home. The entire planet has decided to sanction him uh, and his administration and his government and his economy. Uh, also, there is an ongoing bloody conflict where, according to American intelligence, which I do believe this number, okay, straight up, I do believe the, the casualty numbers coming from America, 7,000 people have died. 7,000 plus people have died. That's literally fucking uh, like Iraq casualties. I do believe that. No, no, I believe that. I believe that number, straight up. 7,000 uh, uh, troops have, have died. 7K, they said, uh, Russian troops have died. How is it a success in Crimea if Ukraine currently says they will never stop until Crimea is theirs? Well, it doesn't matter what Ukraine has to say in this subject matter. Like, Ukraine's uh, opinion on Crimea is, is completely fucking, completely uh, uh, unimportant. I'm sorry to admit this, but uh, that is the reality. I don't believe the Ukrainian numbers. That's bullshit. We will never know what the actual number of troop casualty is uh, on either side because everyone's going to lie about it. It could be casualties and not deaths, actually. You might be right. 1 to 2K max is crazy. Russia admitted to 500. That's why 7K sounds plausible. No, Russia only admitted to 500 like two weeks ago at this point. Those numbers are old as fuck. They admitted to, what, 498 or something? But that was two weeks ago. They haven't uh, confirmed new casualty numbers. People who, like, believe the Ukrainian numbers in Russian casualties are on fucking crack. Come on, dude. Yeah, so is the ghost of Kiev and Snake Island and all this other stuff. And also, obviously, no one would do propaganda in a time of war. They would... They would only just reveal new information and real information uh, that they can totally adequately uh, uh, create and, and, you know, calculate in the fog of war. Totally. I mean, you're, you're on crack if you think that. I stand with Candace Owens' take on this. You have no clue what you're talking about. It's not the first week of the invasion anymore. Zelensky is not interested in any sort of peace deal. We parade him around like Juan Guaido and further pumping weapons. It's killing our economy. What? 
36 month subscriber first of all Zelensky is literally the fucking leader of Ukraine. Wang Guaido is just an American puppet that we wanted to be the leader of Venezuela. So there is a big difference there. Uh, Zelensky was unpopular, but is uh, now that's definitely changed. But you're also wrong. I think Zelensky recognizes that this is going to incur way, way, way more losses. And lastly, you should never say I stand with Candace Owens. Just across the board, you've lost if you ever say that. 36 months subscribers that I stand with Candace Owens, dude. So you want to say no sponsored revolution in Ukraine in 2014? Brothers and sisters, you need to understand that, like, it's not like the prior administration was not corrupt, dude. This idea that, like, the 2014 Euromaidan was, like, entirely and exclusively a fucking American project is a silly one. It's just, you're, you're completely making it seem like Ukrainians themselves are just, like, not real human beings with, with genuine interests. That take isn't 100% wrong, but it ignores Ukraine's sovereignty. Yeah, you know what else ignores Ukrainian sovereignty? Literally everything that we're doing. Ukraine has a fuckload of wishes and demands, like joining NATO. That was never going to happen. Where is the Ukrainian sovereignty there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, a no-fly zone instituted over Ukraine. Not going to happen. Where is Ukrainian sovereignty there? Remember, it doesn't matter what the Ukrainian sovereignty is. It's the unfortunate reality when we have a conversation about smaller nations that are engaging in, that are being utilized as a, as a proxy war nation, uh, a, a proxy war round for, for hurting a, a larger foreign adversary. Joining or not joining NATO has nothing to do with the nation's sovereignty. It doesn't, but it doesn't matter because uh, Americans have been sold this fucking idea that like, you know, it's just uh, that NATO is like, you know, everyone is just like super cheery and they love NATO and the Baltic states do love NATO because I mean, look at fucking Ukraine. Let's be real. They definitely do love NATO. You know, you have to completely avoid NATO's history uh, and what it has done, especially in Western Europe. Uh, to to come to that conclusion or what it has done in libya afghanistan everywhere else to come to that conclusion it was they banned russian in schools and said nazi battalions lose on the separatists no that was america just once again taking on legitimate fucking anger that the people had and turning it into their own benefit you can't deny that like the original anger is there though i always talk about this it's so frustrating that people make it seem as though color revolutions are just entirely the uh, the entirely the fucking uh, fault of the the western nation states like that's crazy you're crazy you're missing a, a a fundamental part of why people are angry if you literally say shit like that See, Hong Kong is a great example of this. It's stupid to just fucking act like people are not legitimately terrified of, of being a part of China. It's stupid. Don't act like that is something that they themselves are not legitimately uh, worried about. They are. Of course they are. Now, did those protests actually get absolutely fucking beefed up by Western nations? Absolutely. 100%. Of course. Of course it did. And, and you can look at the coverage of those uh, protests against China. To understand versus the coverage of even Black Lives Matter protests in the United States of America against the American state to recognize that, uh, you know, one was treated differently than the other. And it makes it easier for liberals to just fight back against this shit because it's not true that the CIA can just create this shit out of magic. Yeah, I mean, it's it's silly. It's silly. They don't have that kind of power. Like, they can't do that. They don't have that kind of influence. When you don't recognize that, then you come across like a person who is just like denying uh, human beings what they fucking have lived through personally or what they can see with ease. The U.S. exploits already existing separatist movements. It's ignorant and patronizing to assume people don't know what they're doing and why. I mean... <laughs> 
Russia is not the... Yeah, I mean, we know another country in that equation that is exploiting separatist movements, by the way. The difference is that one has a shared history and culture with both the fucking nation itself and also the separatist movements with a direct involvement, whereas America does not. America is just like, oh, this is a great opportunity to fucking use uh, Ukraine to, to further destabilize uh, without a single fucking care in what happens to Ukrainians, destabilize Russia. And it's an incredibly dumb fucking thing to do to bite that bait as Putin did and uh, and actually take violent action. So fucking dumb. Incredibly stupid. Incredibly violent. Awful, awful thing. And anyone who fucking continues to defend this shit is a dumbass, okay? I'm sorry to all the fucking, uh, you know, leftists out there who say that they're leftists and they're like, uh, you know, but they then they fucking are, are pushing Z it's it's ridiculous like as someone who also recognizes the events on either side and their interests on either side on both sides of this conflict leading up to, to to this invasion you have to recognize that like this invasion was the biggest clusterfuck a gigantic clusterfuck what a fucking miserable horrible awful thing to do it's just so dumb from a strategic point of view it's so fucking insane uh it's so violent if you admit that the U.S. is responsible for coups and sabotage in other countries, why can't you admit that DPR and LPR are manufactured by Russian FSB and spec ops? They don't give a shit about language or anything. It was made up reason. Because what you fail to recognize in the situation is that you're talking about Russian speakers have fucking grandparents that live inside of Russian borders who have lovers that live inside of Russian borders, who have immediate family members that are Russian. And you're making a comparison to the CIA fucking doing coups in like, I don't know, Chile. Are you insane? Of course, of course that it's a proxy war. Of course it's a proxy war. But if I'm recognizing that Euromaidan had legitimate fucking uh, purpose, okay, and, and that Ukrainians legitimately uh, were revolting against their government before America took over, then you have to also remember that, like, maybe those fucking Russian people actually do want some level of fucking protection. You're crazy. By the way, how many fucking times have I mentioned that, like, of course, it's been used, like, DPR and LPR have been used as a proxy war against Ukraine time and time again. You're being fucking so stupid when you when you act like that's not something I've mentioned a million times over. And LPR and DPR was an effort to create, like, some kind of autonomous area so that uh, Euromaidan could never happen again, basically. Or Western influence could not take complete root in in uh, Ukrainian politics. That's what it was. That's what the reason for why that happened. But people want to completely avoid that and act like, you know, no, actually, Putin just wanted fucking uh, South Ossetia and, and uh, that's, it's just like really important for him. Like not to, not to have Georgia have an active border dispute, but like it was the really, really important. The reasons why he did that was fucking made up and I mean, it wasn't made up, but like it was bullshit for the most part uh, in 2008 in Georgia. And the reasons are still, again, uh, mostly bullshit for invading fucking Ukraine. Entirely bullshit. But having said all of that, you can't, you can't deny the, the main reason as to why he's doing it, which is to enforce his own uh, territorial integrity and sovereignty. Um, and people make it seem like that's not the case. And he just wants all these countries.